Chapter 22 of When They Were Girls. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jen Broda. When They Were Girls by Rebecca Deming Moore. Chapter 22 Kate Douglas Wiggin, who put the joy of living into her books. Although Katie Smith loved all the books on the black walnut bookshelves, the ones she took down the most often were some fat volumes by Charles Dickens. So much did she enjoy these stories that she named her yellow dog Pip after a character in one of them, and across her sled in big scarlet letters were painted the words, The Artful Dodger. One day Katie's mother read in the paper that Mr. Charles Dickens had come to America. When Katie heard that he was going to give a reading from his books in Portland, Maine, only sixteen miles away, she was very excited. How she longed to see and hear the wonderful man who had created so many delightful characters. Katie and her mother had planned to go to Charleston, Massachusetts for a visit, stopping overnight in Portland. Now Katie's mother decided that they would leave home so as to be in Portland on the night of the reading. But alas, a grown-up cousin, instead of little Katie, was taken to hear Mr. Dickens. Katie bore her disappointment as best she could, and the next day after the reading she received her reward. Who should be riding on the very same train with Katie and her mother but the great Charles Dickens himself? While Katie's mother was talking with an acquaintance, the little girl slipped into the empty seat beside her favorite author. "'Where did you come from?' inquired Mr. Dickens in a surprised tone of voice. "'I came from Hollis, Maine,' stammered Katie Smith. Presently, the little girl and the famous author were chatting away like old friends. Mr. Dickens chuckled when he heard about the naming of Katie's dog and her sled, and his eyes grew moist when she spoke of the characters that made her cry. This nine-year-old admirer of Dickens had not the slightest idea that one day she would be an author herself. Years later, however, when she was known as Kate Douglas Wiggin, she wrote a delightful story about another little state of Maine girl, entitled Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm. She also wrote many other enjoyable books. Kate Douglas Smith was not a state of Maine girl by birth. She was born in Philadelphia, September 28, 1859. When she was six years old, her family moved to the village of Hollis, Maine. Little Katie Smith loved the world in which she lived, and especially her own little corner of it on the banks of the Saco River. What fun she had with her little sister Nora and her playmate Annie. Nora is better known to us as Nora Archibald Smith, the author of many charming stories for children. These little girls gathered velvety pussy willows, hunted for arbutus in the early spring, and picked wild strawberries and raspberries in the summer. How amusing Katie found the froggery, a nice quiet pool where lived her favorite frogs. She knew them all by name, and twice a week she arranged them very gently in a row on a strip of board for a singing lesson. In the winter she enjoyed coasting and snowballing. She also liked to be in the house where she could play with her orphanage of paper dolls and read her beloved books. To little Katie Smith, work was almost as amusing as play. 
It was fun, she thought, to cut up rhubarb for sauce, to make milk toast for supper, to water the plants, to iron the handkerchiefs, and to go for the milk. Just to be alive, to run along the river bank, to help about the house, was enough for this joyous child. No dream of authorship had come to her, though she was filling her mind with the pictures which she was later to give to the world in her books. Katie Smith was taught at home and also attended a district school. Later, she went to a boarding school in Maine, after which she attended Abbott Academy in Andover, Massachusetts, from which she was graduated. When Katie Smith was 17 years old, she followed her family to Santa Barbara, California, where they had gone several years before. As there was very little money in the family treasury, the elder daughter of the house felt that she must begin to help at once. A girl's story, which she had written merely to amuse herself, she decided to send to a magazine editor. What was Katie's delight to receive in payment for the story a check $150, which came just in time to pay some taxes? The proud young author, however, did not think of writing for a living. She decided that she did not yet know enough to write. She realized that she must live a little longer and learn more. In the meantime, she decided to find some useful work to do. Years later, after she had become a successful author, she said that this decision was the most sensible act of her life. Katie Smith soon found the work that she sought. Kindergartens were still very new in America. Miss Smith studied the system and organized a free kindergarten in San Francisco, the first one to be established west of the Rockies. This young woman was very successful in bringing happiness into the lives of the little children who flocked to her kindergarten. It was for the purpose of raising money for kindergartens that this young teacher wrote two stories, The Story of Patsy and The Bird's Christmas Carol. She had them printed and sold at 25 cents a copy. Miss Smith thought that the only reason they sold well was because so many friends were anxious to help the good cause of free kindergartens. Little did she realize that these books would later bring her fame. In 1880, Kate Douglas Smith married Samuel Bradley Wiggin, who was a California lawyer. It was not until several years later that Mrs. Wiggin thought of sending a paper-covered copy of The Bird's Christmas Carol to a publisher. This charming story of the Ruggles family was accepted at once, and more stories requested. From that time on, Mrs. Wiggin devoted herself to writing. Girls and boys of today all over the world love her Rebecca, Carol, Patsy, and Timothy, just as the little girl of Hollis, Maine loved the children in Dickens' stories. Kate Douglas Wiggin wrote often for children because she loved them and never forgot what it was like to be a child. She has also written many very entertaining books for older people. Rebecca is not, as some people have thought, small Katie Smith herself. However, the school district where Rebecca wrote her famous composition was the one that the author attended. In Kate Douglas Wiggins' books are many pictures of the life that she lived as a child. She put herself into her books, but not as a character. In her stories you will find something of her own quick wit, her cheerfulness, her satisfaction in doing and helping, and her joy of living.
End of chapter 22. Recording by Jen Broda.